Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. everyone and welcome to the Rising Star Project. I have a special guest. Her name is Melly today and we're going to be talking about her higher calling and working through some of her blocks using her astrological birth chart. So welcome Melly to the Rising Star Project podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Actually, it's interesting. I was analyzing your uh, chart right before our our session today, and I was like, wow, this is going to be a little different than everybody else's. You've got some really interesting things happening in the first and the second house. So I haven't talked too much about that in the other episodes. So let's just start off by getting to know each other a little bit better. Tell me a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. Well, my name is Melly, which is short for Melanie. Um, and I am a, I like to call myself a visionary artist and brand designer. I've been a professional graphic designer for about 20 years. Um, but I'm also, you know, a healer. And so there's a lot of sides to my business where I'm an artist, I'm a designer, I'm a marketer, and I'm a healer. And they all kind of work together so that the services that I provide um, you know, it's not just one thing. And I think that's where I've tended to get stuck is trying to communicate to people the depth of what I do, because I'm not just another designer. I'm not just another artist. I'm not just another healer. Um, everything that I do kind of works synergistically and I can't separate the pieces. Um, and so maybe that's why um, I've tended to struggle so much is I don't know if people aren't ready for my gifts or I'm just not communicating them correctly or maybe there's a whole nother path waiting for me <laughs> that these dead ends are showing me, you know? Okay. So do you work with clients one-on-one? 
Um, I do a combination. I teach some courses. I teach a create your own Oracle deck course because I've Ooh. published almost six decks now and it's a passion of mine. Um, I coach people one-on-one. -on -one. I've done healing sessions one-on-one. -on -one. I do uh, branding um, packages one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and so it's kind of a mix. You know, I do group courses and I also work one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. So what is the biggest struggle that you're having in your business right now? Um, the biggest struggle is income, um, consistency of income, where I am reaching out to people and I'm so passionate about what I do, and yet I'm not getting paying clients. I will attract the people who say, I love what you're giving for free, but then they won't, um, they won't give me um, a fair exchange for what I offer. Okay. So, and that's, that's what I read in your, your application. So I, I definitely zeroed in on uh, your second house, which is your house of money and wealth. So we're going to talk extensively about that house. Um, but I'm just going to go through the, the three main signs in your chart, just to kind of like get the listeners better acquainted of who you are. And then we'll just kind of identify, no need to take any notes. I'm going to be sending you the replay of this. Uh, but I just kind of want you to just kind of hear out of like, you have an interesting combination. So you have your son is in the sign of cancer, which you probably already know. And then you've got your moon sign in the sign of Capricorn, which is very interesting. And then you've got your rising sign in the sign of cancer. So two cancers and Capricorn. So let me just talk a little bit about those three before we go deeper into your chart. So your sun sign in cancer is interesting. Everybody, I don't, I'm assuming, if this, tell me if this resonates, everybody kind of sees you as the mother. <laughs> Yes, I'm very loving and touching. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's very cancer. Cancers are the nurturers, you know. Um, they put other people before themselves, um, which could also, on the flip side, mean they care a lot about what other people think. Um, sometimes they don't put themselves um, in a position where they spend enough time figuring out um, really what's going to light them up inside and how they're going to make themselves a bigger priority because they've got a, they've got a lot of hands that got their hands in a lot of cookie jars, but not their own cookie jar. Yeah. So, and then, so your sun sign is all about your, your self image. It's like how you see yourself. So it's not necessarily how other people see you. Although because you've got your rising sign in cancer, they do see you that way. So you've got this dual double cancer. So it's almost like if somebody ever asked you what your astrological birth chart is, I would definitely say I'm a double cancer because <laughs> that's going to give them a huge insight if they know anything about astrology of just this motherly of putting the nurturing other people. But we've got to be careful that we're not spending so much time on other people's needs and wants and troubles and problems and not making ourselves a bigger priority. And the thing that's so interesting about your placement, not only as your son in cancer, but it's in the first house, which is all about your self-identity. So this is going to be a huge factor for you um, in your life of just getting this identity of who am I and before other people will truly be able to see you for who you really are. Hmm. So this can lead to, uh, on, you know, on the shadow of being overly self-conscious um, of just, you know, if you put so many eggs in the baskets that are not your eggs, they're for other people. Um, we don't spend enough time really figuring out, um, you know, 
what is it that I'm, what movement am I here to lead? You know, having your cancer in the first house is, you know, you need to accept the fact that you are a leader, that you are an innovator. And until you kind of just even own that title, there's always going to be that, um, that those problem areas. And that I talk a lot about the first house with you because if money is the problem, so your first house is your self-identity, and then the second house is your house of money. So we're actually going like in order around the wheel. So if you know, uh, so in astrology, so each of the signs, so Aries is, you know, the very first sign of the zodiac and Pisces is the last sign. Well, it's the same thing with the houses. So I'm talking about the first house and then we, you know, go into the second house and they all start to influence each other. So we're starting from the beginning. If we, if we it's almost like if we don't get the self-identity part right, all the other houses are going to, are all going to be, um, they're all going to be a little bit off foundation. They're not going to be rock solid because that first house is like the everything. It's the foundation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about your moon in Capricorn because, first of all, I am Capricorn. My son is in Capricorn. And Capricorn, I like to think of Capricorn as, <laughs> this is kind of funny, as like the closet emo person. Like they have this very, very strong, stable, secure exterior. Everybody loves, you know, to, you know, brain, uh, brainstorm with the Capricorn, all that stuff. However, if you think about the symbol of Capricorn, it's the sea goat. So the top half of the symbol is this goat where it's climbing the mountain and it's very comfortable. It wants to be climbing the mountain. And but the bottom half of the symbol is a fin, right? It's the water. So it's the only earth sign that has all of this water, all of this emotional stuff, but it's under the surface. That's why I call them the secret, the closet emo, the person that is strong on the exterior, but has this really like, like deep, feelings and emotions, which I, I'm sure anybody listening to this right now is like, really? Because they don't think that about Capricorn, but it's the truth. Mm. So because your moon sign, that's your, that's your inner soul. That's your, uh, that's your emotional state. So your emotional state is strong and stable, secure, but underneath all of it in that, those private moments, maybe it's in the shower or in the bath or when you're taking a walk or when you're watching a sappy movie or whatever that private time is, that's when that, that the fin comes out. Does that resonate? Yes. 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 You're like, yep, and I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I put up a strong front. For sure. I am the same. No, trust me. That's why when I talk about this, it's like I'm talking to myself right now. So you have your, your Capricorn in the sixth house, which is very interesting as well, because I like to see your, your house of, it's, it's your house of health, but I actually just refer to it as your house of self-care. So if you aren't doing the self-care stuff to nurture Capricorn, which is going to nurture your emotions, it's always going to feel like you're, it's almost going to feel like you're living kind of a secret life. You feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. Capricorn is a really deep sign, even though nobody thinks we are. 
you know, and then you've got like so much cancer. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, I looked at your chart. I was like, whoa, like to have the double water with cancer of just being motherly and nurturing to everybody else and forgetting to put ourselves first and to accept the fact that we are truly a leader and we're here to be innovators. And then you just rock your world with your emotional state being in Capricorn in the sixth house. It's already a lot. And we barely touched the surface of your chart. <laughs> Maybe that's why it all feels so intense. It's intense. So, so I want to just, okay. So I want to focus a little bit more on the first house, because if we can't get that part kind of settled and figured out, the money part, which is the second house, is always going to be a little off balance. It's just not going to feel secure. Um, and you have, your, um, you have your second house is ruled by Leo. Um, so I'm going to go into that and save that. We're going to do that in just a second. Okay, so you've got another challenging aspect in your first house. Okay, so in addition to the double cancer and the moon in Capricorn, your first house is ruled by Saturn. And I talk about this in every single one of my astrological reader readings. So, um, so Capricorn is actually ruled by Saturn. So you can kind of get a glimpse of already what he's like. Um, Saturn is the, is the, is the father of the Zodiac. So you are actually ruled by the mother. So you're cancer. Um, but Saturn is in your first house, which is your house of self-identity, your appearance, your personal views, self-awareness your early environment, your childhood, all that stuff. And Saturn is hard. He's a father. He wants to, you know, he wants you to work hard. So it's kind of a challenging aspect when you have Saturn in your first house because he's just challenging you on those foundational core pieces of who you are. What is your personality? You know, are you self-aware? Um, can you see yourself for who you really are? So he's going to keep, it's like, until you put in the work, he won't give you the reward. And I know in your application, you talked about, um, all the self healing work that you're doing, which is great because actually Saturn will reward you. And he, the thing about Saturn is that he rewards you, um, materially because it's, you know, he rules Capricorn, it's earth. Um, so, so material things, so that could be money, that could be with health, that could be with physical, uh, relationships, things like that. So I just want to start there. Tell me a little bit more about, you know, who you are, what your interests are. Um, and let's just kind of get that part figured out and then we'll go into the money. Um, well, in terms of interests, I mean, I am. I am a nurturer. Um, you know, my son is very important to me. My dogs, I rescue, I've rescued animals <laughs> throughout my life. Um, animals are very important to me. Nature is very important to me. I moved out to the mountains um, a few years ago because I just needed to be uh, surrounded by nature. Um, and that's mainly the mountains and also water. So like rivers and waterfalls um, and all of that's really important to me as well. Um, I mean, my own self healing, um, always learning something new and expanding my own capabilities is important. I'm very hungry um, for knowledge and for, you know, expanding my own capacity. Um, so I've been into the, you know, all the spiritual stuff, um, you know, with the healing, et cetera, as well. Um, just really fascinates me. Um, and then the art, of course. I mean, I, I can't stop creating. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a flow that never ends. So um, that brings me so much 
joy. And that's really how I connect um, to source the best because when I'm creating is when I'm just kind of letting things flow through me and I feel the most grounded actually. Okay, so your son, as I mentioned, so you have Saturn ruling your first house and then you have your son in Cancer in the first house. So the challenge here is one, it's gonna be coming out of your shell, which I am already getting a glimpse, it's, it's emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, because can't, your double cancer, which is highly emotional, um, is, is, to, is to like almost, almost, how do I say, like, like nurture your emotions but not be afraid to share them. Mm. I think that when you're looking at a higher calling, you know, a lot of times we have to look at the shadows of what our influencing um, signs are and the shadow of cancer, you know, is hiding out in the shell, being private. Like, um, you know, when something ticks us off, instead of, you know, communicating it, we'll go in, we'll, you know, digress to our bedroom or in alone time. So the challenge for cancer is going to always be like sharing their feelings. And because you've got your moon and Capricorn, it's the same struggle there too. So it's almost like you've got like a triple whammy <laughs> of sharing our emotions. And I'm wondering if the reason that you're attracting people that won't pay you, I'm almost curious to know if it could be because it's like you ha are sharing all your knowledge and your wisdom, but you don't share more of like your story or your feelings. Mm. Because remember when people invest in other people, it's because they're being a mirror. So like when you're showing, so let's just paint the picture here. If you're showing your emotional state, like, you know, whatever that ends up being like, how your heart opens when you rescue a dog or how being a mother has transformed your life. Like all the, all the vulnerabilities that come with the things that you're passionate about. When you share those in an open and an emotional way, you become a mirror for your client so that their client, you're basically giving your client, your, your prospect, right? Um, permission to be open like that with you too. Mm. So it's like a, it's a two-way street. It's like you're going to have to open up and come out of your shell and, you know, nurture even Capricorn. Come out of your shell out of being a cancer, but also, you know, letting Capricorn know, like, you don't always have to be the strong one. In fact, when, you're, when you show the vulnerabilities and the softer side of these, of these signs, it attracts the person that feels the same way, that feels scared to show who they are and feel scared to open up to other people. Mm. Yeah. And it's tough because I mean, when we have like, especially the moon and Capricorn, you know, it's ruled by Saturn. Capricorn's ruled by Saturn and he is a little whippersnapper. You know, it's like, I think a lot of people, it's, I think it's a very misunderstood sign. So I'm curious, do you often feel misunderstood? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like people want to put us in a box, but it's like somehow they just don't get it. But 
I think if you could start sharing a little bit more, even baby steps, and that's kind of the beauty. I will give Saturn one little prop here, <laughs> um, is he's cool with baby steps. You know, even if it's just sharing a short little quote about how you're feeling today or whatever that was, he'll reward that. All he wants to see is the effort that you're doing that, that you're trying. Gotcha. Yeah, well, it's been that interesting road with, um, you know, the idea of business being financially supportive because we want to be credible. And there's that mm -hmm. fear that showing like the true emotions behind the scenes will make us less credible. Yep. And, every, and it's so interesting. So many people have that viewpoint. And especially in our digital world, which I'm assuming you do a lot of online marketing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, in the digital world and the way that our collective consciousness is changing, just the evolution of mankind. Like somebody, I was overhearing somebody's conversation at like a tarot class I was taking the other day. And he was basically telling the story. I don't remember what kind of class um, he was talking about, but he took this class and the instructor at the beginning of the class said, you know, this class used to be a six week course and now it's a two day course. And he went on to say the reason for that is because he had been offering that course for the last like 15 years, but that the consciousness of the planet has evolved. So it now only needed to be two days because people can grasp the concepts better today. Mm. So when you're thinking about, you know, traditionally, you know, you know, the way we were taught from society, maybe even as, you know, seeing our parents and how they coped with their careers, that was the norm. But that was, you know, two decades ago, three decades ago when all of that was taking place. So our collective consciousness has evolved. So it's okay now for us to share our vulnerabilities and still be seen as the leader where maybe perhaps it wasn't that way in our parents' generation. Mm. Got you. Okay, so let's move into the second house, which is your house of money, which is um, ruled by Leo. Okay, so Le okay, so Leo the lion, highly entrepreneurial, highly creative, highly organized. Appreciates the platform, appreciates the spotlight. However, when you're dealing with the second house of your money and possessions, they, they, they get caught up in it being about the tangible, about the material of it. So on the flip side, you know, they feel that without the material part that they are left without security. So there's a very, so, and, you know, from a energetic standpoint, Money is only energy. So, and, and in fact, security is a myth. You know, it doesn't matter if we have a million dollars in the bank. I mean, something crazy could happen with the stock. Or, you know what I mean? There's, still, there's just, it's an illusion. You know, it's, um, security is a, is a term that is, was created so that we always have a little bit of fear in, instilled in us. It's, it's almost like a little bit of a brainwashing tactic because there's really no such thing. So Leo gets a little bit caught up in, you know, in the ego, it, the ego part of money. 
Like I need money. Um, it would, it will define my worth. It will prove to other people that I, um, am awesome at what I do. Mm. But if we can get the first house, which is that house of self where no matter what, you already know you're awesome. You already know money's on the way. You've already created a strong foundation, especially a spiritual foundation for the self, for that, you know, who you are in, in this, in this plan, on this planet. Then the second house, we can start to influence Leo and be like, look, Leo, like everything's going to be fine. There's no such thing as security. So I would rather use your Leo energy to help me build a platform for myself, a stage where I could actually share my knowledge and my vulnerabilities and my teachings with others. Because that is when the energy of money will start to show up for us. Like, can we work that out? It's like you're having this conversation with him about this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's like you're, pe you're petting the lion. Like, let, let, let's have a little chat. Like, we're going to be fine. It's just that I need you to use the gift of, of entrepreneurship and creativity to shine my gifts so that energetically I'm a match for the people I'm here to serve, my kismet clients. And the kismet clients, and on that platform, those kismet clients are going to show up when I'm sharing the dark side of things. Right. That's Capricorn. I'm going to share the, I'm going to share the dark sides and then I'm going to, so you're, the yin and yang, I'm going to show the dark side and the discipline, which is Saturn Capricorn. And I'm going to share the feminine, the light side, which is the mother, which is cancer. I'm going to share both of them on the platform and I'm going to be a match for the people I'm here to serve. Yeah. I just got chills when you said that. You have, you have the yin and yang. You have the masculine and feminine. It's like your whole chart is that. Mm. And as you've got your midheaven, which is your 10th house, is an Aries. Aries is all about social status. It's all about the beginning parts of a project. So your higher calling has to do with whatever you're going to talk to uh, talk about on that platform, about the vulnerabilities, the dark side, the light side, the mother, the father, all that stuff is, is about the beginning of something. So if you're a healer, you talk about the beginning parts of going down the healing path. So anything that you're going to share, just remember that you're going to, you're going to, it's the, it's the foundational piece, right? Cause Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. So when you talk, when you are talking about your higher calling, talk about the foundation part of it, that's going to be where you're going to shine the most. Mm. Got you. Okay. So your challenge right now, cause we've got a few minutes left is to tell me how you're feeling. <laughs> um nervous about the idea of um 
sharing the dark side, but what's really interesting is um, things did get really, really rough for me last week and I broke down and was vulnerable um, online and shared how dark it was. Um, and I actually got like more responses than I've ever gotten. Um, you know, when I was just honest about, you know, this is how things are and, um, you know, this is how I'm feeling and I feel broken. Um, because so many times, you know, people, everything's all, you know, shiny and polished, um, you know, and sharing, like, I feel broken and that's okay. You know, I'm human, we're human. Um, you know, did, I guess, create some momentum, um, which was interesting, but, um, were the comments, other people being like, I've been there too, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed to hear that today. You know, I hear you. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of people who have been, you know, in similar places as well, um, resonating with the, you know, sometimes you just have to go there. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay. Um, but the emotional piece is interesting because when I do share, I don't, I don't tend to share the emotional side. And I think it's, hmm, I mean, some of the stuff I do, it's not emotional. I guess I tend to relate the emotion, you know, when people say share the emotion. I tend to relate that to being all, you know, like sappy and whiny and, and that kind of thing, whereas the emotion that I feel the most when I'm creating tends to be joy. Um, and so maybe, I guess, sharing more about the joy that I feel when I'm creating and the joy, um, you know, that comes through when connections are made, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't all have to be like, oh, life is awful and <laughs> sad. Yeah. Well, it's it's masculine and feminine, you know, this Saturn with Capricorn and Cancer, it's like, it's it's both, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's just like, okay, so I always say like the person you're here to serve is you three years ago. So -hmm. if you took this opportunity after the session to, you know, really go back maybe to old journal entries or old Facebook posts or whatever, and look at what kinds of things were you going through? Cause it sounds, I don't know if you've moved in the last three years. Cause you said you moved to the mountains. So like three years ago, what was going on? And then using that. And so that when you're connecting, you know, verbally or on video or social media, whatever that you're going back and you're talking to the person that had the pain that you had three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sharing the masculine and feminine, because it's like, we need the mother and the father. We need both. We need the action and we need the spirituality, right? We need both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's been the big balance, the, you know, the action and the spirituality, um, you know, balancing the two has been, has been the trickiest thing, I think. Where and I would assume that your kismet client feels the same way. how do I balance both of them yeah and come out of our shell and don't be secretive and don't just hold it all in and you know all those things 
you know, like the masculine is that's not masculine. So I hold in my emotions and then the feminine is, you know, I have to be, I have to be everybody else's shoulder to cry on. I'm the mother, you know, it's like, there's a, it's for both. Yeah. So I think that's your challenge. I think, you know, the money part will only be worked out if that foundation of that first house where the sun is, the cat, the cancer of you obviously prioritizing yourself, making yourself, um, like owning the fact that you are a leader, um, that you, uh, are an innovator, that you're here to change the lives. But when the going gets rough, instead of hiding out in your, um, shell, you come out and you communicate, whether that's I'm strong today. Um, this is what, this is the headaches I coped and, you know, finding joy in both of them. There's, there's gonna be an inspirational message regardless. It's just about feeling comfortable doing that and being that, being that mirror for other people. Mm. Yeah. Because Saturn, again, in the first house, uh, rules the first house for you, he's going to reward you. So even though Saturn is not in your second house, he's going to, re- he'll reward you materially. Like as he wants you to put in the effort and then he'll, he will reward you with opportunities, people, financial, all of that stuff. That's kind of the, that's the, that's the light side. That's the, you know, the, the beautiful side of Saturn is that he's not going to just keep, continue to punish and discipline, you know, all hardcore. He wants to reward. He just wants to see the effort. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It's, you've got a challenge. The thing is, you know, when, where we're born and we, you know, have our planets and all the, all the sun and everything's aligned in a certain order. It's like there for a reason. And the reason truly is that higher calling. And you've got your 12th house in Gemini and your 12th house is all about your karmic debts. What, you know, what things you're here to work out And it's interesting that you've got Gemini there because Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is the planet of communication. Again, it's always going to go back to communication for you. So your higher calling has to do with communication. (laughs) So it's all pointing to the same place, you know, and it's like, and it's like, and the thing I love about Gemini is that, you know, they are matter of fact. You're not going to get like super emotional Gemini. Like, you know, they're the twins, the, you know, Jekyll and Hyde or whatever, whatever you want to refer to them as. But, you know, again, they're very heady. They're the air sign. So again, there's always that challenge that it seems it's a common theme in your chart that, you know, embracing that emotional part of you, you know, whether it's Capricorn's moon or if it's Cancer's crab or it's Gemini's you know, need for mental stimulation. It's like, there's gotta be, um, we've got to use those gifts, but still bring in the feminine, um, and, and, and harnessing it and owning it and working through those debts. That's going to be the big challenge, but also the biggest reward, Mm. financial and spiritual rewards. 
All right, communicate more vulnerably. <laughs> I think so. And it's going to take some time, but sometimes, you know, you might want to, you know, take this opportunity now to figure out what the platform is, um, whether that's video, um, audio, could be a podcast, or it could be a vlog, or it could be writing books or articles, but maybe, maybe take this time now to figure out what's my platform and, and do it on a regular basis, like make it habitual, whether it's sharing your emotions and your joys and all that stuff through writing, then, then once a week, make sure that you're always writing about it. If it's through video, if you want to really challenge yourself and appease Leo and get in front of the spotlight, then do it through video. If you want to do it through audio, do it through audio, but just pick one of those mediums, stick with it. And that's going to be your method for attracting your kismet client. <laughs> I love you. You're like a, you're a woman of, of, of uh, few words, but I totally relate. Um, for me, I just take it all in. So I'm not expecting you to like, you know, break down or anything like that. But I, I definitely feel that, you know, the message has been received. So I think that we're in um, good shape to close our session to get together. Is there any final words that you want to say before I let you go today? Um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to sit with this. I can feel it all kind of integrating. <laughs> That's why I'm not saying much because I'm like pro processing heavily right now. I'm the same way. People do readings for me. They're like, I have no idea if she liked that or not. <laughs> like, it's just how I process things. I totally understand. Yeah. And this, I mean, this is totally aligned with, um, with another woman that I've done some work with. Um, and she was doing a workshop around messaging recently. And she kept coming back to like, how do you want people to feel like, what is mm -hmm. your, you know, what is your message and the whole vulnerability piece um, was coming up there too. So you've just kind of like cemented that <laughs> in place. Yep. Uh, with urgency. Well, it'll keep showing up until, until it doesn't, you know, until you kind of acknowledge it. And, and honestly, it's like, it's hard for Capricorn. Um, and so it's going to be, it's going to take some time, but I guess for the financial piece of, um, of, you know, your question is that, uh, money is energy. Uh, there's no such thing as security. And the more that you shine your light and show the world who you are and own that first house, um, that energetically is going to translate into financial prosperity. And I think the sooner that we can you know, get you on the path to truly believing that and having a little chit chat with Leo in the process of like, don't worry, dude, like it's going to happen. Like we just got to, I got to do a few things to like, uh, and you know, and use your spotlight, right? Use your platform, whatever medium that ends up being. And that's how we're going to, I'm going to share my message. Then he'll feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much, Melly, for being part of the Rising Star Project. This has been absolutely, I think everybody on some level needed to hear this today, uh, regardless of what uh, planets are in your astrological birth chart. Um, there's a masculine and feminine to all of us and showing that uh, the light and the darkness um, is just giving up other people uh, permission um, for you to be their mirror. And I think at this point in our, um, in our collective consciousness that we're ready for it. It's much different than how it was when our parents were growing up. And I think now it's okay that we share um, who we are without worrying that we are losing credibility because that's just not the energy or the vibration that we're currently in, um, in our planet. 
these days. So I think that was something also that people needed to learn and hear about. So thank you so much, Melly. I really appreciate you being part of this project. Thank you so much. Thanks again, everybody. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Melly, have a wonderful rest of your day and hope to catch up again soon. Thank you. Thank you for joining us here at the Rising Star Project with Melly Test, who is a multidimensional visionary artist, brand designer, and healer who struggled to find clients that would pay her worth. Turns out, it was time for her to start sharing her vulnerability, come out of her shell, and embrace her fin as a Capricorn moon sign. Are you finding it hard to share your story, to be vulnerable? Do you fear that you won't be seen as a leader if you show your feminine side? I want to remind you that the collective consciousness of the planet has changed and the rules have changed and the traditional way that our parents grew up is not the same as it was before. Now, showing who you are in the world is such an advantage, such an advantage as light workers and soulpreneurs. And I encourage you to embrace your feminine and masculine sides in your business and in your life. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.